Before here with them on Jesus. Yeah, my country problem it passes us. Because now we be our own problem. Now who Oh wow, that was short. I was about to get boogie with it. Oh uh-huh. you was about to get jiggy with that yeah, shit. Now, uh-uh. I can bring it back. I'll bring it back small. That was oh, the golden. Let's get to it, you guys. I already know what time it is. This is Damio. And I am Erica Mona. And this is Cross Cultured. All right, Erica, how are you? How are you doing this week? You know, let's check in. Yeah, good, good and tired. Well, you know, it's uh, it's fall now, winter. There's no, some flurries this morning, so hot summer clothes, they're gone. You know, I've been trying to order some um, sweaters and Trying to get your winter drip together. my fall look together. Um, what about you? Bet the girl, your birthday is coming. No, it is coming up. Scorpio season is in full effect. Mm. Um, what dates are Scorpio seasons? Scorpio season starts October 23rd and mm. ends, I believe, November. I want to say like 17th. It's like weird mm. on that date. I don't keep up with them after mine. You have special plans for your birthday? The people gonna see. Oh, surprise. Not no. really, but you <laughs> gonna see. So. Well, you know, we're gonna go live because we haven't gone live yes, with yes, everybody yes, in a yes, long yes, time, yes. and like, ain't no party like a Damio party because a Damio party don't stop. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Dami, so how do we like to start? We like to start with the. So as you know, we like to get like get rid of the start sad things, and you know. um our last um, episode, we've been talking, and what's really going on right now in the world, especially in Nigeria, is the NSARS move- movement. Um, listen to our last episode because we went to detail concerning what that's about. Mm-hmm. So basically, um, on 10 um, you know, what is known as the, some people call it the Nigerian genocide, it's also known as Lekki Massacre. Mm-hmm. So on the night of 10 at about 6.50 p.m., WAT, members of the Nigerian Armed Forces, opened fire at peaceful NSARS protesters at the Lekki Tollgate in Lagos. So Lekki Tollgate is, you know, basically a tollgate in Lekki is the neighborhood. And, um, you know, there are no numbers of people who died, there are no number of casualties, but, you know, from what we saw in the media, on social media, many people were killed, many people were injured, hospitalized. You know, and mind you, you know, with the fact that, you know, many places in Nigeria is a lack of electricity, many people were in the hospital, so they were, like, performing surgeries without electricity, using lanterns and lamp and candles. Right. You know, and it's just sad because, you know, of course now we don't know, you know, the government isn't saying who, who ordered those, um, you know, the fire to be open on those people. In a sense, peaceful protesters, you know. So people are questioning the governor of Lagos, which is Baba Jude Sanwolu, and he denied um, 
you know, initiating it. But later on, he said maybe two people were um, killed during the incident. Um, we know that, you know, just so many things in the media. So it's just it's just sad. It's, just, it's quite ridiculous. You know, peaceful protesting, it's like, this is not a democracy. Yeah. It's, it's just unfortunate that um, the, the, the fight for what is our birthright always has to come to our lives, mm-hmm. you know? And um, rest in peace to all of the brave, um, courageous people that, that are out there in the streets. Our prayers, our love, and our support yes. are um, in Nigeria. And, you know, definitely the fight is gonna is continuing. Use your platform, NSARS, NSARS brutality. Yeah, and last thing I want to add, you know, according to Amnesty International, Amnesty International is a non-governmental organization with its headquarters in the United Kingdom and the focus on human rights. And they said um, shortly before the shootings, CCT... CCTV cameras were allegedly removed from the toll gates. So basically it just shows it was planned. You know what I mean? Yeah, they definitely had the intention of um you know of 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 doing what they had to do to get the the results that they wanted. Yep, yep. Um and, and that's what happens in protests. Um, you know, we, we've seen protests before. We know that the government, the system can get ugly and that they have no morals when it comes to things yep. like this. And that this is just another example um, of, of when the it's spotlight so is on you. What did you decide to do with it? So. It's so sad. I saw, um, you know, um, my name is Ronke Oshodi. She's one of the um, Nollywood's um, known Yoruba actors actress and you know many many people basically go on social media basically crying like people you know young people are literally dying and she she was one of those people who did um um what's what's the word when you support um government officials uh-huh. when you're like ambassador for them and uh-huh. you say oh vote for them uh-huh. I for, you know what i'm trying to say I yeah i i don't know i don't know the <laughs> official term but i know those people. um i forgot the word anyway yeah so she's one of those people like doing campaigns yeah she did campaigns for them and things uh-huh. like that you know um like you know she approved them you know um and now she was crying like i regret you know mm. doing camp she did multiple campaigns for them on social media like making songs and dancing like vote for them you know and typically in nigeria when it's time for voting you know um you know, the government officials will go to the poor neighborhoods where the youth are and right. pass out little packets of noodles and food, like, oh, we're going to make things better, yeah. you know, because you obviously need people's vote, you know? And it's just it's just sad. But as you said, uh, rest in peace and SARS. What's next on the list? Um, so kind of off that topic, let's get into, um, you know, Beyonce yeah. and, and how that reaction was. So that was kind of big. Um. Tiwa Savage, who is a popular Nigerian artist, um, basically called out Beyonce twice for help. Was um, it twice? Was it? It was twice because she did an initial video mm-hmm. where she spoke about, um, you know, the conditions and, and how um, we've just gotten to a point about just asking for basic human rights. Then she did another video um, where she was like, Beyonce, you know, I'm asking... You know, as somebody that just was in Nigeria and just did this and that. So mm-hmm. I guess when, when it came to the second time, um, it brought a lot of attention to it. And Beyonce faced a lot of backlash. Um, a lot of people were saying that, you know, Beyonce really doesn't care about the people. What made it worse is her publicist came out on social media saying, not all activists live on social media. Not all doers for validation nor your approval. Not all work is for a photo op. Make it normal to stop judging people's actions based on posts. Posts don't make you an activist. Action makes you an activist. Whether in the background or out in the streets, we all choose a different path to get it done. Blessed are those who do not see, yet they believe. Actions speak louder than posts. Stop judging. Damn. 
So yeah, that was from her publicist. And you know, obviously that made things worse, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think to add to that, Beyonce has the Ivy Park season two is mm-hmm. dropping and she was posting all of that. And after she posted all of that, she finally came through with, her Thanks statement, mm. um, you know, which basically was like, I'm heartbroken to see the senseless brutality taking place in Nigeria. There has to be an end to SARS. We have been working on partnerships with youth organizations to support these protestings for change. We are collaborating with coalitions to provide emergency health care, food, and shelter. To our Nigerian brothers and sisters, we stand with you. And, you know, visit Beyonce.com and whatnot. Mm. What do we think about that? I know that was just kind of like a woo, but... Uh, I think that, I feel like, you know... The regular, I don't think, but any person who has sense and knows that celebrities are not gods, Beyonce mm-hmm. is not a guy, knows that obviously no one is expecting or th- would think that Beyonce is going to walk down to the government of Nigeria and tell right. them what to do. Heck, even the celebrities in Nigeria can't do that. You right. know what I mean? They're all making their posts. So no one, I mean, of course, some people have big expectations. But, you know, if you if you're, if you have sense, you know that she's only so much she could do. But I think, you know, it is not wrong for people to expect a simple post from her. Especially, yeah. you know, because you've also mentioned in the past, like, you know, we've seen we've seen her. She's gone to Nigeria a couple of times, you know. many of, Even before this Black is King video, many of her videos she's done, you know, she's um, got in Nigerian dances, African dances. She's wore Nigerian attire with the Gele and the Ankara, you know. You did this whole Black is King video with Nigerian artists. So, you know, it's just... You know, it's 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 known that okay, you don't actually talk about you using Nigerian stuff, but we see that you you are yeah, you know, inspired by Nigerian whatever whatever. And you did the Black is King. We're like, okay, finally she's really talking about it. So it's like this is so recent, you know, that you just did this. So just to be like, hey, you know, I see what's going on and stars. It's just it's really that simple. You know what I mean? We're not saying oh. Give us all your billions of dollars and and save Nigeria, be Nigerian savior. Of course not. Of course, many things are going all over the world. You know what I mean? But we have to also realize that social media is a big platform. You know, celebrities, they do have some type of power, whether people want to admit it or like it or not. It does. You know, I was reading somewhere. I don't know how factual it is, but they were saying, you know, if a protest goes on for like a month and they see so much, you know, awareness on social media, especially from big people and stuff, this can go to like you know United Nations, United you know what I mean? Heard, yeah. And I don't know whatever the international, you know, like you know, like that Amnesty International, those courts that does rule against like you know international crimes and human rights stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. they could, you know, it, it could be a, bring awareness to that. So I don't even think we're asking for too much. Really, we're not asking for too much. And that thing that publishes post, it's quite insulting. It, it, for it, sure. it, it is quite insulting because it's like, come on. Okay, she, you're saying she's not an activist. But when it was time to vote, she said, she posts, oh, please vote. Even when Corona was going on, she said, oh, people, please be safe, whatever. There's one time she did one, um, when she appeared on ABC. Oh, the Disney the, what, she, she did thing, Disney. Yeah. I mean, like, she's, it's not like she's not spoken about, you know, certain things before. You know, it's not that all she talks about or posts is her Ivy Park. That's not it, you know? I think this all adds to the Beyonce complex that I, I feel like I've always kind of, like, had issues with. I think that Beyonce... Um, she 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 overstrives for perfection in the mm. sense that like she feels like every time we see her it has to be produced. You know what I mean? Like you oh, didn't we didn't have to wait point. for you to get a statement. You know what I mean? I think that that wow. that's that was what she was waiting for. Like 
how how am I going to come to the front and say that this is what I'm doing already? I can't just say something without the people knowing this is that any other. And you know, it doesn't always have to be a, a statement. And then you show us this, and it's in the Beyonce font. And then like you really could have just sent out a tweet. Yeah, it could have been just as just as authentic as like putting a Nigerian flag in your story. We would have that's, understood that's what major. that meant, yeah. and it would have been like, "Oh, Beyonce Girl, is supporting." As you said, even you know, Beyonce wanted to be perfect. She probably had like a schedule. You know what I'm saying? And you know, the next thing on the list was supposed to be that Ivy Park. You yeah, know what I mean? so, and Sars was just gonna have to wait. But it just <laughs> right, like no, we already planned. And it's like I, I just think that. And then for her mom, so then Mama Tina uh, came through trying to you know be Mama Bear, talking about um you know exactly this is why people should mind their business on social media. Everything isn't done in public. We we over idolize celebrities. You have our personal and lives. I, and I also just feel like I again I don't like that. Um, celebrities really like that's the exchange you know what yeah. i mean like that's the exchange for you to have affluence and wealth and all the other shit that i don't have you have exchanged your your public voice like now everything you say does have importance I mean, to who much is given much is ex- you know yeah uh, required and you know even the post that mama tina post she was going in on um on t.y savage she was for she no was, reason she was like you know um because one, you know, Nigerian celebrity, you know, made a post and it's like she's always in contact with Beyonce's team on the regular, you know, regularly she's worked with Beyonce's team. So for us to not even contact Beyonce's team, you know, it, it was just quite ridiculous. She could have simply contacted Beyonce, Beyonce's team instead of going on social media and blah, blah, blah. That's not something I'm going to text you. I'm sorry to say, but it's like, I'm not I like. I shouldn't have to text you. I shouldn't like have that. to text Like celebrity, they got to cut that out too. Like they got to stop acting like they're just so unplugged. Like they're just so busy. Like that's just a facade that we make up now. You don't think celebrities? No, people are not that damn busy. Like for what the, do you mean? Because, because, you know how I know? Because that is a, a whole segment of their brand and career to follow True. social media and metrics. You're right. At the end of the day, you know what I mean? And like, you have someone that you hire yeah, for and that. and you have somebody that you specifically hire to follow your trends, to follow your mentions, to follow your, you know what I'm saying? Like, you might not personally sit up there and, and be knowing when, you know, people talking about the bangs and that the Birkins and all of that stuff, but you, but you know when somebody is referencing you. Like, you know when your name is making traction for something. I guess what they're trying to say is that, you know, Beyonce is not like, you know, if you do Google, like, you know, she's donated millions and millions of, doll- of dollars to different movements around the world and that, you know, she doesn't publicize it, you know, compared to how other celebrities do. So it's like, you know, they're like, she's working, you know, you know, she probably already started her little, you know, fund and stuff. And it's like, that's amazing, but that's yeah. not your only responsibility. And the world we live in right now, yeah. this, you know, social media technology, just say something. Even before. And I think that, that that's another thing that we just try and throw on social media. I think the only thing about social media is like, oh, whatever. There's ac- immediate access or the time. Mm-hmm. But I feel like even before... Um, we expected our celebs and stars to align with the cause. Right. Be it like, a, you know, kids in Africa or PETA or yeah. HIV. You know what I'm saying? It was always something to align with something. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what we, we are missing from Beyonce. I don't know what her what she aligns with. Like, what is the thing that you have dedicated your influence Houston. to? Houston. Even then, yeah. I don't be seeing it I like mean, that. I mean, you know, when they had the hurricane, you know, she posted a video. She was about... a week late with that as well. Oh, Lord. She was. She was like, it wasn't like, you thought Beyonce would be one of the first people to be like, prayers to Houston. You know how much Houston, but she uh-huh. waited like a good two weeks to tell us they was on the front and 
whatever, whatever, which again. So now it makes me wonder, like, you know how, you know when she now got on Instagram and she was posting regularly, I'm like, who makes those posts? Is she the one who sit down and edits and makes exactly. those posts? Or maybe she has someone that she hires to post. Because if you have someone that you hire, because we know celebrities that post their own. Like Rihanna, we definitely know she's posting about herself. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like celebrities like that, we know they're in charge of their own. But like Beyonce, I wonder if it's that, you know, Maybe it's on the schedule. I don't know. You know, again, you know, of course, we don't, she's not the god. She's not the queen of everything where we be, expect her to drop everything. You know, Tina was saying that, you know, celebrities have their own personal issues, lives, you know, sicknesses, you know, what they're dealing with, which is, which is true, you know. I know sometimes, you know, we as the regular folks, we tend to forget that they do have their personal lives. And, of course, they're not always going to tend to us or, like, what's going on in the world. But I think with this situation, especially off just coming off Black, Black is King goes how many months ago? You know it was in mean? April. Yeah, it's not even too much to ask for, quite frankly. Yeah. You know, you could you simply just gotta fire somebody to yeah. do that, you know. So I don't know. Um Her team dropped the ball for sure. With definitely. That. De- they sure did. They, they, they just her sure entire did. team. But let's get into something juicy, okay? So do you guys remember Jeffree Star? So Jeffree Star is a YouTuber, makeup YouTuber, YouTuber. He's known to be racist. And, you know, a few months ago, um, he came out on social media with some, like, he's this international basketballer, Mm -hmm. um, how they're in a relationship. um, And meanwhile, the dude, the the basketball player, he, you know, he has a baby mama, he has a son, you know, so he's not known, or at least probably known to be gay. Right. And they're just taking pictures of them holding hands together, like, oh, this is a real relationship. And I remember when that whole thing came out, you know, the dude's baby mama was like, oh, why would you do this to us? Right. I'm surprised. Even previous girlfriends was like, wait, what? You know? So now, um, what's that girl's name? One of the girls from the Jump Off podcast. Oh, Selena. Yeah, Selena. She basically spilled the tea. She got on social media. And she said that, um, you know, the basketball bull, he basically came out saying that the relationship was all fraud. It was all fake. It was all for money. It was all a publicity stunt. You know, Jeffree Star felt that his um, career, you know, his fame was going down. Right. Because he got so much backlash. Because he's for, racist. Exactly. So he felt like he needed something to be in the media. You know, he paid him to do it. You know, he paid him. I don't know if he was. she was saying that um, Jeff, Jeffree Star paid the basketball dude to suck his penis or, the, or Jeffree Star stuck to his penis. Either way, he was paid to just engage in this stuff. And Lord knows who, how far they went. Um, and now Jeffree Star is accusing the basketball player of, you know, stealing his Birkin bags and the Gucci stuff is missing from his house. Money's missing from the house. The basketball player saying no. Jeffree Star is the one who stole from me. It's just some nonsense drama. So my question is, like, how far would you really go for money, for fame? Because both of them are goofy in this situation. Honestly, I mean, we've talked about the things I would do for money, but it's just disgusting because, like, one thing I don't compromise is, like, disrespecting my race. Yeah. Because I feel like Jeffree Star is, like, a blatant, disgusting racist. He's not even just, like, oh, he's kind of clueless racist. He's, like, disgusting racist. And... As a black man, for you to play his little boy toy, just Wait, you for money. for money. You're not even gay to it's just like you exactly. Now it's like, is it that you're not even gay at all? Like that's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And you have a son, you know what I mean? So it's just, what what legacy are you putting out there? You know, for your son about you know not even respecting your race and black women too as well. You know yeah, because Jeffrey yes. Star is known to call black women different names, calling us animals and stuff. No morality. I could just never like. 
just sell my soul. I'm like, how much did you get paid? Like for what? A couple not, of dollars? I guess some thousands. It got, it got to be some like hundred thousands or so. But was it even worth it at this point? Like people really don't put enough stake and equity into what their legacy will be. Like so yeah. now your son will grow up five ten years from now, and and you'll be like, oh, who's my father? And this this is what will come up. This is the thing that surrounds you. Because you know technology, like it's once it's posted, it's it out there. there. This story is out there, honey. Like, nowhere. whatever little basketball career you had is on the fifth page of Google now. Exa- like, right, exactly. <laughs> and I, Jeffrey Star needs to end. Like, I, I think he just, it's just, he, he needs to be canceled. He needs to be canceled. People need to unsubscribe from his stuff. Like, it's not, it's not even worth it. Like, I don't even see, he's not, he doesn't look good. I'm like, what is this? Cancellations. You know? Yeah. Mm-mm. Man, social media can get you into trouble, um, which is kind of what's going on in this next topic so let's talk about Kaylani and Bryson Tiller okay Okay. so Bryson Tiller as we know just put out his um third album anniversary and one of the songs on there um is called Always Forever now personally I love that song Mm. and I did actually watch this music video Kaylani um turned out to be the leading lady in that music video oh so she's she's not like they sang the song together no 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 she just was the leading lady in the in the video um, why he chose Kaylani, who knows? But Kaylani released some stills from the video, some intimate stills, I might add. And her caption was, to one of my dearest friends, matching tattoos, years worth of stories, nights of dying laughter and holding each other down in the roughest times. I'm so <laughs> proud of you. Thank you for being so solid. Always, forever. Music video out now. Bryson Tiller, Whiteheart. No, that's how I read it. I was just giving y'all the voice that was in my mind. Solid. That's what she said. And um, so we know he just had a child, or like the almost a year ago with his Kelly new Mm -hmm. relationship, and. So he isn't. I think he's still in this relationship. For yeah. all I know, yeah. I don't. You know, I, Bryson well. is. Bryson is semi private. Like he has moments where he's like in the open and private. But for what we know, he's still in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Um. Now, me as a woman. I would be a little uncomfortable with this post. Yeah. It was one thing that you already used her in the video, uh, which is like, whatever, you understand that. It was some strong kissing in the video. Okay. Some strong tongue kissing. It was so. like, yeah, it was like, y'all could have, I, I understood the vibes without that scene, but whatever. If, right. You know, like, it didn't emphasize the moment in the video. It's not even a movie. It's even, I didn't even yeah. get what they do in this music video. It's like, okay. It was a cute, I will say this, I did like the music video. Okay. But if I was his girlfriend slash baby mama, I would have felt a little the bit some type was of way. Necessary. Also, if I'm a model, and it's like, why you couldn't just use me if you was going to be doing yeah. all this lovey-dovey shit? Like, like, and, you know, now people do use their partners. Like, you know, Tiana yeah. Taylor, she be using, like, Iman in her videos a lot. Yes. Know? I mean, she's kissed other guys and stuff in her videos, but this one was, this kiss with um, Kelani was pretty deep. I find it to be a, a woman thing, too. Like, women who are in serious or whatever relationships tend to use their partner. You know, I'm not saying that men just use whoever, but I see it more with women. So it's just, it's just like, I think the post was unnecessary too. Even if y'all would have just did the video, you know what I mean? And even if you were to post, why you ain't use a friendly picture? Like you could use the behind the scenes and we just kicking it like my bestie. The post and the caption, because he was saying matching tattoos and we did this together. It just, it makes it extra intimate. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. Like, they I didn't know all of this. I didn't even intimacy. know they knew each other like this. Yeah, it's like, you know, if y'all do, and you know, you could say that same, like, 
oh, we have matching tattoos. We besties. We so cool with a friendly picture. Right. But as a woman, it does come off disrespectful because you are a woman as well. You have to think, even though it's like, you know, she made, they don't made a post like, oh, I always make long posts about my good friends. It's nothing posts, that so. deep. And I don't, I don't either. She's like, it's nothing that deep, whatever, whatever. But, you know, just even as a woman, you know, you just came out with your nasty altercation or situation <laughs> with, uh, what's that? YG. Guy? YG, you know, about him cheating or kissing some other woman. Okay. Okay. So you can't say that, you know, you don't, if you're, you're that close to him, unless if they're, maybe unless he's not in a relationship anymore. Maybe. <laughs> you know, maybe. Well, maybe, we're getting into different maybe, layers. Maybe. maybe. Because ain't no way. That, that was the breakup post and we just didn't catch it. Because if y'all are that close, there's no way you can't see if not met the, the girlfriend, the baby mama. The baby mama. You know mama Even if y'all are not friends, but like, oh, hey girl, you've seen the baby, whatever. As much as matching tattoos. Though, and also, know? it's like, yeah, you know, both of them are some tatted people, so I'm sure getting another tattoo with your friend wasn't that deep. But the way you said it, yeah. You wanted us to think it was deep. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? You wanted us to think like, damn, we, you know, we bonded. Yeah, it was it was definitely unnecessary. Definitely unnecessary. Um, so next on the list, Tia Mori, she um appeared on uh she was a guest on it was um I'm sorry. She was a guest on. It was a, was it a podcast? I was just reading. It yes, I think it was a podcast. Yeah, she was a guest on a podcast and basically talked about her relationship, and she revealed that now her and her husband they schedule sex dates. You know, she said her relationship has gone from um, her sex life has gone from you know being spontaneous to having to schedule it, and um, they say they schedule it to at least once a week, and that's the rule in the house um, because otherwise they wouldn't get to it. And, you know, people, you know, it's just so much backlash on social media about, oh, my God, how would you, yeah, how would you, why would you you schedule your sex life? Like, that is so boring. That's so lame. And it's just like, I feel like scheduling your sex life is like scheduling a date, especially for celebrities, you know, they are so busy, you know. They have, you know, altering schedules where, like, one, one, you know, for some months, one may be in Canada, one may be in a different state, yeah. a different city. They have two kids. And not even just celebrities. I feel like regular folks. Regular people. Regular yeah. folks, you know, working middle class people, they schedule married people, they schedule their sex life because... Sure you have kids too. Life gets so busy. Yeah. Like with two kids, you, you be don't... ready to go to bed. Like, exactly. I'm going to sleep as soon as I hit the bed. I, I You know, I feel like... Tia just did a lot of people a solid. I think that she people sure don't understand that like, that probably is a gem, a secret to marriage that she just yeah. she just put y'all on. I think that there is this like facade about sexuality and intimacy that has to do with this wild and spontaneous. And like, if we're not like having this wild rhombic sex around the house, then we're not in love. And it's like, no, I think that just putting in the communication and the time to say like, no matter what happens, we dedicate this time to each other. Exactly, that's cute. And people. We forget that relationship they're in different phases yeah in the beginning because it's hot and new and sexy and you guys have the time and yeah it will be oh wild sex you know in the kitchen and this and that whatever right. but as you time as time goes by it, it's, it's gonna change because i have a lot of um clients who are married and stuff and they do tell me like you know i have to schedule time with my husband this and that we mm-hmm. have to we have to schedule it you know even if you know it's one partner that's working or both partners are working you have to find time for it even if it's not sex but even just if it's just 
simple date night where yeah. we just just Netflix and chill. We just watch the movie, you know. With kids being there, you can't just do anything anytime because kids are always in your face. You okay, know? like they really are always in your face. Exactly. I feel like even us, you know, right now, you know, we we not married, but we you schedule dates. Honestly, yeah, because it's like, well, you know, I, again, not married, not living with anybody mm-hmm. or anything like that. Uh, so I don't know, but I can't imagine like me. You know, having as busy as a life as I do already. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, like not trying to actively make that time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we might not verbatimly say, hey, seven o'clock sex. Mm-hmm. Okay. We might not say it like that, but I feel like that's the conversation of like, so, you know, what we trying to do on Saturday? Okay, exactly. cool, period, meet you there. Like, I feel like yes. you you would know if you're going on a date with your husband yeah. that the, I, the night hopefully and should end with yeah. some sex. And like, I feel like it's also just like when you do schedule time for self-care for yourself, too. Like, okay, you know what, today, you know, I've been working all week. Saturday, I'm going to go to the spa or, you know, just watch some movies. So, I just as regular human beings and just to have a healthy Life, mentally, emotionally, sexually, physically, whatever you want to call exactly. it. Exactly. Girl, you got to schedule something. You got to do something in your life. I don't know. People are just being petty. And people just be faking the funk on social media. Like, people oh, just find any reason spicy. to lie. Just to lie. Like, they, like they just live the most interesting lives. Exactly. But y'all be the burning as broke people and just, <laughs> just, be, just ridiculous. But I don't know. Yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Do you have any? Wait, a little bit of the week, right? Mm-hmm. We about to get into it. So let's do this drop. Analodo, somebody who is a dumbass, stupid, makes poor decisions, comparable to a donkey. Olodo Rabata, woo! All right, you guys, this Olodo of the week is somebody who just be going around social media doing way too much. Um, So my Olodo this week is going to 50 Cent, okay, Curtis Jackson. So last week it kind of came out that Joe Biden was proposing some new taxes for some of the, you know, the wealthy. They were saying that um, in New York and California and uh, New Jersey, he was proposing tax rates for um over 50 and 60 percent even up to 62 percent in california and new york 50 cent then goes on to make a a tweet or a post on instagram saying what the fuck vote for trump i'm out fuck new york the knicks never win anyway i don't care trump doesn't like black people 16 62 percent of you out of your fucking mind so this is what 50 cent says in response um to me it's just too close to comfort for you to be making statements like that. For you to be even trying to act like your your taxes and, and the way that the taxes get broken down um, are enough to sway your vote to vote for Trump. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like again, as celebrities with power, with influence, you got to be careful about what you say. And I think that for you to even say that was already one thing. But then for you to say, I don't care if he doesn't like black people. As a black man, that's just, it's too dangerous. It's just, it's just ignorant. Like, you know, he's just known for always saying some dumb, ignorant things. But it's just like, come on, like, we just need to be really mindful for mind, mindful about the things we say, how we use our platform. It's just like, especially just knowing how dangerous Trump really is. Exactly. Like, we all, we've seen it, you know what I'm saying? Because of Trump, the Proud Boys are out, you know, like, oh, wait, um, somebody else was even telling me, she was saying, um, I guess our friend was in Walmart, and she had, like, the Black Lives Matter mask on, mm-hmm. and a white man, he, you know, gestured to his gun on his hip. And, like, you know, tapped it. 
Yep, because she had the Black Lives Matter. Yo. And, you know, she went, she went out to her car. He basically, like, followed her to her car. Oh, you know, so God. he got in his car. Of course, you're up and drove. But on his car, he had Proud, proud Boys. Oh, so, like, God. I understand if you're a Republican. I get it. You could be a Republican because, you know, okay, there's certain things that, you know, you're more in support of, you know, whether That's it's scary. taxes, businesses, whatever, morals, whatever it is. But you don't have to be in support of Trump at the same time. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you just have to be careful. And obviously, you know, Spirit is one of those people, one of those black people that once they become rich, you just forget about blackness. Yeah. And it's crazy because their whole brand is built on blackness. Yep. Um, and, yep. I, you know, since we're on the topic, though, I also want to say I really find it disturbing. And um, So Chelsea Handler, who, if you don't know, that's 50 mm. Cent's ex-girlfriend, made a post like, oh, and you were my favorite ex, too. And then he responds like, oh, Chelsea, I'm sorry. Don't take it like that. You know I love you, Snuggle Bugs, or some stupid-ass mm. pet name or something like that. And that disturbed me because 50 Cent has a, a, a side hustle of degrading black women on social media. Girl. And to me, I feel like if it was Vivica that's, that made a comment, um, he would have called... I'm granted, you know, him and Vivica have a weird history. But still, if it was Sierra, right, that said something, I feel like he would have said... He would have been disrespectful. Listen, even the girl... Uh, what's her name? That's empowered. The lead, um, Tasha... Oh, yeah. Then he go on a hustle. So yeah. Just for no reason, called her an Call eight. her bald head she bald with her edges. edges. Exactly, and compared her to some um, anime, animal, whatever thing. So it's like, I don't know. It, it, it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. It's, it's it's quite stupid to me. Yeah, and I'm like, all of that is just goofy behavior, and, and we're just going to continue to call it out because I just don't like to see it. I feel like it's stupid. It's ridiculous. And, you know, I just don't want to see it anymore. Yeah, he, he he. I think at this point he's going to be one of those people that needs to be canceled. I yeah, think he needs to be humbled for sure. I, I don't know for but. sure. That's our Alodo of the week. All right, so let's talk about this topic that we have to week this week. Yeah, I just love how our topics are always so on time. <laughs> you know, it's just always so on on trend. Um, because this week we're gonna talk about what our good our good sis Sweetie said. So, All right. you know, we had a cross-culture conversation about something that our good sis Saweetie said. So, Saweetie just dropped a new song, Back to the Streets, with Janae Aiko. And, you know, they're trying to do a little promo. And she was on live and made a comment that said, if your man is not buying you Birkins or paying all your bills, then he is for the streets. She said this about seven weeks, seven days ago. And I kid you not, till today, social media is still going crazy mm-hmm. about who deserves a Birkin or not. So basically, our topic. What was even the title of this our topic for this one? Use, Use me. me, yes, because you know, um, you know, in relationships. We all have a different expectations and wants and needs. And we all use each other. That's human beings. We use each other for our, our benefits, one way or the other. It's just yes. that it has to be reciprocal so that one doesn't completely feel used and taken advantage of. Exactly. You know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, and it's like, okay, with what she said, like, if your man is not buying your Birkin and not buying... And, you know, of course, if you are not rich to that level. Right. But I think, you know, also that if you're just regular folks like us, like, you, you know... know if a you, Far you, and a Chanel, maybe. Yeah, and even, even Michael Kors. You know, okay. if you can't even... Uh, I can't afford Chanel for my own by myself right now. Like, I rather true, I invest that true. money. You know what I mean? No, yeah, it's not something, but it's you something know, like, oh, but if like, you went all out. And you even if that. it's not like a course, but you buy me a nice, cute purse. Yeah. You know, that you can afford. Exactly. You know? You take me out. Or you, ju- you just do I'll take things. an auto bag. Yeah, now. Come on now. Like. It's a thought. It's, it's, the, it's the thought. You know, it's just you. And I think just naturally as women, like. 
we, as we know, people, women are gold diggers, whatever. It's just in our nature. We like things, you know, we want yeah. to be taken care of. Period. Yeah. There's no way you can try to switch it around. We yes. want to be taken care of, you know, it's all about the limits and how you want to be taken care of. Yes. You know? And I think, you know, as women, if you're, you have to also be able to take care of yourself and not put all that responsibility on the man or else, or else you just end up being fucked. You know? my, however, semicolon, mm-hmm. however, um, I do think that men really try to act like asking for 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 gifts or for adoration or for anything like that automatically now makes you a gold digger or makes you a, a trick or a whore or something like that because I just don't understand how men just feel like they're going to be in relationships that don't give anything to anyone. But they would just want to take, though. They do. They want to take. They want to take. They want to take. And it's like, to me... You know, I think like, you know, and I read read some of the comments on the post and everything and just people DMing. A lot of guys are always trying to equate it to like women say they want to be strong and independent and, and, you know, be a boss. But then they want men to pay for their shit where it make it make sense. Mm -hmm. And I always say, why are y'all confusing equality with equity? Mm -hmm. Like, it's not the same shit at all. What's the difference? Equality is having the exact same. Yeah. Equity is having um enough for for it to compensate for what the other doesn't have. Equity is being put in a situation where um it compensates for what you don't have so that you can have an equal chance. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's like when we're t- when we're talking about, "Hey, I want to be able to get paid the same because I'm doing the exact same job as you." You know what I'm saying? Like that is like very much equality. But when women say like um, you know, I think that we should have free tampons and, and, and pads. That's equity. Men don't have that problem. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, y'all would never have that. And and think about it. There are so many free condoms or whatever. And as women, we don't have, you know. Ain't no free condoms. Ain't no free, condoms free like something. That. So that's equity. That's like yeah. make something that we use free. So basically offering ver- varying levels of support depending upon the need to achieve greater fairness of outcome. Exactly. Yeah. But I I was like, I don't like this conversation of like spoiling me and adoring me and giving me stuff. Why does that relate to like the power dynamics in the relationship? Why does that make me a gold digger? Because, okay, men also say, oh, they're independent and they're the go getter and they're this and that. But why do you need somebody to cook your food? Why do you need someone to wash your clothes? Why do you need somebody to prep you and whatever? You know, as men and women, we all have our different needs just naturally, just how were created. So I feel like the things that women that we do, whether it's cooking, it's cleaning, it's catering to you, making sure you look good, you know, making sure we're there for you emotionally, you know, sucking sucking your penis and giving you sex. It also equates to us saying, okay, we want financial stability. We want security. You know what I mean? We want you to be there for us. We want you to provide for us, for the family. It's the same thing. Exactly. Because as men and women, we're looking for two different things. We are. As women, we're looking for financial security. We're looking to feel safe in our relationship. You know, stuff like that. Men are looking for, um, you know, I'm sure they're looking for certain stuff like that, too. But for the most part, when they seek women, it's for sexual and, and physical pleasure and gratification. Yeah. You, That's what you go for. So the same way a lot of men, you hear men say all the time, like, what? She ain't suck your dick and you still with her? Like, nah, mm-hmm. that's childish. How you going to be with somebody? Like, they expect, like, that is a, a requirement of being in an adult relationship, mm-hmm. right? So why can't, as a woman, why can't I say... As an adult in an adult relationship, he can't pay your bills. How is how I'm with a man, or I'm trying to be with the guy, and he can't even like 
cater to me and he can't spoil like he's, he's not adding to me he doesn't add, he does not he's not trying to care for me at all like yeah. how you made a good point because definitely men definitely do focus more on the physical like does she got a fat ass you know how she looking you know does she have long hair like the physical attributes that makes them like that they're attracted to but as women you know we're able to be like okay he ain't that cute but exactly he got money though exactly. you know just like you know rich men like even have some successful friends and they say you have some guy friends where they're like, they don't care if a woman is, they don't care about her financial status at all. Like, they don't care if she's rich, she poor, whatever, whatever. But as long as they're attracted to her, you yep. know what I mean? And they could, she could give him what he needs. Then yep. that's, and that's it, you know? Yep. Men also don't really, you know, I think now it's like, okay, yeah, oh, you know, men also do women who are successful, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? But as you said, it's just different. It's different needs. Cause it's, it's yeah, because men really are like, like the the way that women would give a chance to a overweight man, mm-hmm. a man would never give a chance to an overweight woman, ah. and they try to judge us for feeling that way about broke men. Cause well, that's I'm that like literally is the one big thing that I'm really looking for. Like you can be all of that, but if you cannot make me feel financially secure in this relationship. Then it's done. Like, but listen, we even give broke men more of a chance than a man would give an overweight woman, right? Oh yeah, that's because a for fact. broke men, we could be like, you know what? Okay, he has potential, right? We could push him and lead him to the right, mm-hmm. right direction, and you know, and he could get money. But they'd be like, oh, the bitch is fat. Fuck it. Exactly. But it's supposed to be like she has potential, you know, to be in a to have a healthier weight or exactly. for you to push her, help her work out, you know, educate her on healthy healthy diet. They don't they don't have that patience. They and, really don't. And the, and for all the guys, because I know it's gonna be a guy listening to be like, they capping. Niggas like fat girls all the time. <laughs> da, 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 da. We're not talking about men that actually like yeah. big women, because yeah. that's their preference. We're mm-hmm. talking about men who like skinny women, but it's a big woman that has everything they need and would yeah. Be with her despite her size. That's who we're talking to. Yeah. You would, those men don't. They're not. Right, they're not out there. Yeah, that's fact. You know. I think also the older you get, because you know, I have dated a guy that you know that didn't really have money. You know what I'm saying? But I think it's also about your mindset too. Like it's one thing if you don't have money, you're you know you're broke. Another thing if you do have that broke mindset and then mm-hmm. you never trying to go get money, you know. Mm-hmm. And I dated this guy fresh out of college. I was like, yeah, I send myself like, okay, I'm fresh out of college. Let me date and woo woo whatever, whatever. You know, he was decent. He was tall. I'm like, okay. And at first, I thought like I thought he was okay, you know, because he was you know he would buy gas into my car. He's like, oh, let me buy you gas and da 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 whatever. And after time go by, I'm like. But you, you lucky don't really got money like that. Like, you, okay. you, you're not working. After a while, it's like, oh, he started wanting to drive my car. I'm just like, oh, it's a plan. That's it, how you know you like, being you. It's a plan. You just use me. But like, honey, what am I getting from this? And then he was the type that he was, I think I mentioned before, he's mad about at the world for him just being broke. And it's just like, now I just, as, at my age and stage, like, I am not going to be with a man who, my husband, boy, listen, you, you no, you cannot be broke. You, you cannot. Period. Like, even if you, you know, starting from somewhere, it's, at this point, even a certain level I'm willing to start with, I cannot lie. Because I know the level which I am. I know that I am growing right. and I'm expanding, you know, financially in every aspect. So it's just like, you have to meet me in a certain level. Now, can I date someone who does not make as much as I do? Maybe, you know, I think I can. But I think it just depends on the guy's personality as well. And it depends on how much mm. lower you make, you know, because... It depends on your growth potential as it, well. It like, if you're an intern... And you're getting paid like 30K because you're an intern. Yeah. I can be with you, obviously. But if you just like, 
you know, work at foot action because you're trying to get like sneaker deals and you're right. comfortable. Do like do you that. really just like you're gonna and you roll have to the stuff. to the top of the foot foot action chain yep. and be the manager. No, bro, because like what you trying to do? You really this is your life? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, like you're not trying to think of other things because I think I, I want to touch on what you said because I think a lot of the times. Um, when I see these conversations, all I see is woe is me men talking about how they're being used. But we don't talk enough about how men use women. Listen. Like, men use women. So, like, listen. what's the way that men have tried to use you? Outside of sex. We don't even have to add sex. Outside of sex. Because, you know, we all, that's a cop-out. Yeah. I think the example I just gave, he eventually he got into a car accident. You know, it's like, okay, that wasn't your fault. Whatever things happened. But he wasn't really trying to fix the situation. He ended up having to, he used my car. Mm. And it's like, it's like, okay, sure, I'll help you out. But if you use my car on a regular, why? You know what I'm exactly. saying? It, and then to the fact that, okay, usually you're not going to put gas in my car, G. Exactly. Let me, tell you what, let me tell you the law straw. Let me tell you what the law And I felt so embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, I've never said this stuff out loud before. So the man used my car, G. Okay, you drove around, I think because I was at work. And I'm like, I can't, I feel like, oh my God, one of those like, Oh, anyway, you felt like Jody and he did. I'm telling you, this is a three month relationship. Two three months, I'm like, I cannot do this, you know, because I'm like, he felt, I felt bad. He go, you, 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 he go on a crisis. I'm like, okay, it happens, you know, and I, I guess when he didn't really have insurance and stuff like that, you know, so like, okay, use my car. And he took it all day and picked me up from work. So, and I lived in the suburbs then, you know, I'm like, okay. And mind you, it was late. I was rushing home. I didn't look at my, my tank. <gasps> I'm telling you, my car stopped in the middle of the highway. Damn. Luckily, I was able to drive, you know, to the... To, like, the side? To the bed. Yes, the side and stuff. It was at night, like, at 9 p.m. And I'm and thank God I was, like, 10 minutes from home. But I was just, like... I had to call my dad. Literally, have to call my dad. And I couldn't tell my dad, like, oh, my boyfriend. You know, I just had to... You know, he went in on me, like, how can you have a car and not be responsible and know that your gas is over and whoa, whoa. You know, and it, I just had to eat it up because it's like, this my, that's my Ooh. fault. You know what I mean? Like, man, I felt used. I'm just like, You what? felt stupid as hell. I felt stupid, like, never, never, since then. I'm like, never again. Like, it's like, and I even told him, like, ah, you didn't buy gas in this car. Like, he had even feeling any type of remorse. I'm like, you didn't even call to check, like, okay, are you okay? Did you get her? I'm like, no, you're a user. You're used to using people. You know, men that feel like all they have to offer is their penis. Yeah. I mean, there are men that sleep guys, their way in life. Yeah, I have some guys that, you know, like they do like me, but it's like, okay, you don't have a job. And when I say job, you know, the different types of job out there, people hustle, whatever, whatever. I'm not a fan of the the whole hustling. And when I say hustling, it's like, oh, all you do is sell drugs or sell some type yeah. of drug or whatever. I'm sorry, like, no. Legal you know, incomes only. Yeah, come on, yeah, you know. And then, and then it's like, okay, you, know, you, have, you don't have a place of your own. Like, who you staying with? You know, is it that you're staying with your parents in order to save up? Mm-hmm. Which is, and that's a different story. Because right. sometimes right now I'm like, damn, I wish I didn't move over my parents' house. And I wish I just kept on saving, you know? So it's different. But it's like, you, you, you're squatting in people's houses, your friends' places and girls' places. You know, you don't really have nothing. So I have to show, like, okay, this is what I own. Exactly. But you're trying to get in my panties. No. Or like, okay, you're trying to get in my panties, but you're trying to even be there for long. We're like, oh, I really like you and I love you, Erica. What, what can I gain from you besides penis? And, and I think that guys, don't, like, they... They don't know that they like our slut whores too. You know what I mean? Like yes. They really, they really, 
like they the funny thing is that they use the logic uh, um that they feel like we use for themselves like we, they men say that oh we think just because we have sex that that's it that that's worth everything and that's worth this that, and the other but men do the same thing like you feel like just because we sleeping together you can be in my place all the time or you could use my car or you can like, just be laying yeah, up or you know like it's countless men that have asked me for money so there was a thread on twitter about mm. um a bunch of women black women were like man come to find out it really be men out here in their 30s um or near 30 they'll be asking women for money and i kid you not it was like it was like an awakening like so many women was like what this is how he asked me and this is how he asked me and it's like dude i've seen it all like all of those stories i resonate i've had people ask me for the 20 dollars. i've had people ask me for the hundreds of dollars i've asked you know I've, and, okay and how did you you know how did you what do you do in that situation did you give them the money and expect i to have get it back I, I always because i'm like damn like when people be asking me for 20 30 dollars i'm like damn you must really need it so yeah. i like give you that 20 um and if you say you're gonna pay me back i'm gonna ask once and then like depending on how you react it'd it be what it is um, for those, that hundreds of dollars, man, that's, so first of all, that was like a relationship thing. I don't just be giving people hundreds of dollars, but that. Was that of love? Was that of like, oh, he really needs it. Let me help him out. It was oh. out of the, the love, stupidity and youth cocktail. Yeah. That's what it was. But yeah, I think that guys do the guys will use you for their ego. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's countless women who could tell stories of this nigga just texted me just so he could feel like. I texted him and yeah. he didn't text me back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like men just find different ways to use you. So that's why I'm like, with we just asking, just buy me a little purse. It's not too much. I had someone it's tell not. me that, you know, it's some guy she was talking to and, you know, she said that I want to have rich sex, you know? You know, and rich sex mean like, you know, I want us to glow up together. Like, we, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want this broke ass sex we have. Yes. And he's like, I don't want to have no rich sex. And it's, and she's like, what? That's dead. Like, what? Ew. You, what? Like, you want to, like, you just want to lay, and then you laying up in my bed, in my space that I have for my family and stuff. Like, what? The comfort level is just, is so ghetto and appalling. And, you know, it's the same way for women, too. Like, I see, you know, if that's all you just want to do, you're not adding to him. Like, all you literally is offering him sex, and you're not even, like, oh, helping him and, you know, giving him some type of, like, emotional support or helping his house, whatever it is that you can do. I think it's the ghetto, too, you know? But so, so then... When we're talking about this ghetto and low standards, because I think that there is a big confusion. Mm-hmm. Um, because then you see, like, there's this there's this movement, especially in female rap, of, like, you know, not having sex without getting something in return. Or okay. not doing that, which, which people are calling prostitution, right? Which right. is where men are getting this idea that they're being yeah. used for that, that you're just going to woo me with sex and then you're going to take all my riches. Yeah. Um, how do we find the line in, like, being used, being a prostitute, and just getting what you deserve. It definitely could get confusing because I know one of the female rappers, Sukiana, she made a post saying, like, she was like, I thought self-respect is, you know, if you let a nigga in your pussy and, you know, you give him your pussy, he he got to pay a bill. He got to pay. He got to pay something. You know what I mean? And I don't think, it, you know, she means it's that immediate transaction, like, okay, 20 for the head. Right. You know what I mean? Like, oh, 50 <laughs> for anal and 100 for everything all. <laughs> I don't think it's that type of thing. You just knew but, the exact price. I be watching a lot of stuff, you know, and it's just like, you know, I don't think it's that immediate transaction, but I, you know, um, yeah, of course sex is a mutual thing, you mm-hmm. know, it's like, yeah, I'm giving you myself, but let's be real. Like, okay. Yeah. Nowadays, you know, with, you know, 
I don't know, equal or whatever. You know, it's like, okay, yeah. You know, the same way as women, I'm giving you sex, you know, as a man, you also giving me sex. Right. Too. But I just think it's just certain things we just cannot change that, you know, just based on how we're created, just down the line. I think even in every culture, you know, every religion, every ethnicity across the globe, it is known that as a man, you are like, the, you're a provider. I'm going to break it down. I really be thinking about this. It's, it's, okay, first of all, I feel like when women... When we give men sex, it's a bigger liability. It, that's, if, that's, it really is. That's, we're that's giving why more. Exactly, we're just giving more. Because at the end of the day, whatever consequence happens from this, I bear that. Listen. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's on me. Then, even with providing, it's the same thing, right? Like, if we're in a household and you do, and we as a household have decided we want kids, who's the one that's not going to be able to work? Who Who's who's is going to be in my, in my body? Yeah. My emotions. You're renting mental. my body. It, 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 it's, it's a lot. Exactly. Even, even if it seems Simple as even getting STDs. Like, yeah. it's, it's harder on a woman's body to extent that it may affect you, you know, from being able to have kids. Yes, too. like our fertility is at stake. And like, you've talked about sex many times. A lot of times, how sex goes is. You know, yeah, we all feel like, oh, get what you want, get your dick, woo. But let's, a lot of times when you have sex, it's like, okay, fall in the lead of a man. Exactly. You know, like, let's you know not what I'm lie. saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's always, it's never going to or shouldn't go anywhere without your consent. Yeah. But the person that leads the... Who the, busts the nut first. You know what I'm saying? A lot yeah. of times, who always has to bust a nut. When, sex majority of the time is over when the guy is done. Dang, sex don't end till the man is done. Let's it really real. is true. You could have sex with a man for years. And, you know, I read a lot of stuff. Women said we have sex with my husband for many years and he has never made me come. Like, like never. Like, I have to be the one to finish myself or I have to take extra time to teach him whatever. Wow. But typically, whether it's sex for five minutes, ten minutes, two minutes, thirty minutes, one hour is when the man comes and that's when the sex and is over. And that's when sex is over. That's that's true. So as you said, yeah, it is a, it's more. It's more. So We're it's giving you more like, Exactly. So it's just kind of like, Again, equality and equity. Because it's like, yeah, I guess technically whatever. But even all of that, oh, I'm, I'm giving sex for getting sex. It's never equal. It's not. It's a it's a 50-50 chance this sex will satisfy me. Yeah. Like, a man, like I, it's like, wow, it must feel great to know every time you go in for the sex, it's not done until you are exactly. satisfied. So let me ask you this. You know, because, you know, we've talked about different things on this podcast. You know, how we said... You know, we ain't finna ask a man for this and woo, woo, we got own stuff. So now your next relationship, okay, after you and your boo do the do or however, you know, whatever mm. goes, would you be comfortable? Would you be like, hey, babe, would you buy me a purse? Do you feel like something you have to ask for or something that, would some, is it something you would ask for or something that you feel like he should immediately just know to buy you something? I think that for me, um, like, I, I would tier gifts, right? Like, one... Um, it depends on our, on our tax bracket. Let's start there. So Mm -hmm. like what could be like an everyday gift for some relationships is not an everyday gift for all relationships. True. Um, and a Birkin. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Like that, that's a like, Ooh, anniversary or something. If we, if we plan in board, I'm my tax bracket. But I think that, um, for me, it's about, it's the thought of the adoration. Like it's like the love language of gift giving. Mm -hmm. That's what it's about. The love language of gift giving, which, you know, we, 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 we play around with these big conversations of Birkins, but really for me, it's like, damn, I shouldn't always have to ask you to buy me food. You bought me food cause you care. You know what I mean? Or yeah. like, um, you, you know, like you, you were in the store and you know that I like, I need new shoes cause whatever. And you just bought mm-hmm. that for me. Like, I think those are the level 
of gift giving that I expect. Yes. That, yes. you know, I'm part of your life to the fact that you include me in taking care of yourself. And I think I'm also just getting to the stage where I'm just, you know, learning not to, I don't, you know, of course you're independent, but it's nothing wrong with asking, you know, getting yeah. stage where like, okay, I'm currently dealing with a man. It's like, if I need something, I'm going to be like, Hey, could you get this on your way? You know, yeah. like I would like this, you know what I mean? Like now I'm, I'll be understanding of like, Oh, your budget, your income, whatever. But, you know, I'm definitely going to be like, you know, I don't want to be as nervous or like, I think it's also that fear of him thinking like, I'm a gold digger. I just want him for his money. You know what I mean? Which I is don't like, know where guys get this from. Exactly. And it's, it, that also adds pressure to women like us, yeah. where it's like, that's never our intention. Right. So it hinders us from, you know, sometimes you do be needing help. You know, sometimes yeah. you do, you know, you, you even and besides I'm just, and I deserve it. Exactly. And I deserve it. It shouldn't be a big exactly. conversation. Like, you know, hey, babe, can you give me this? You know, can you help me out with this? I don't, it's not too much to ask, you know, because it's not something I ask for every day. You know what I mean? And sometimes you shouldn't even really have to ask. Like, he should also know, like, you know, as a man, like, my job is to, you know, that's, it's one of the Basic things to woo a woman like we yeah. like to be wine and dined like My take thing. me out you know you know make me feel good touch me up like come on now like Can you make your woman look good now in 2020 this is we be begging like that's what i be feeling like damn we really be begging for men to just to be the bare 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 minimum like just take me as I am, bare minimum. I think one thing I like that, you know, when my parents' relationship, my dad always said that, you know, like, there's no way for me to be driving a certain type of car, a big car, and my wife is driving some little car. You know, like, I want my wife to be the one ahead looking good before I look good. Because that's what I'm saying. It's like, you're supposed to care so much about me that I am you. Like, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, damn, she don't got no food in the house. I don't have any food in my okay. my other house. You know, like... How? How dare you? And it shows the type of man you are. Like, when your woman is looking mm-hmm. good, people will be like, damn, you got damn, a man, flossy. don't you? Yeah. And they be like, you, you know, if sometimes when you're walking down the street and you're looking extra good, they be like, you got a man, don't you? You know exactly. what I mean? Like, okay, I see, even though you don't mean I have a man, but that also would big you up as a man that you buy your woman thing. That's why it's so hard for me in these streets because I be looking good. People think I'm taking care of, yeah. but it just be me. <laughs> like, okay, I feel you, G. I don't know, man. People be tripping. So I don't think there's anything wrong with what she said. You know, sweetie said. Um, of course, no one wants to be the gold digger in any aspect, but ain't nothing wrong with that. I mean, yeah, moral of the story is it's like it's not used if you getting something, too. It don't got to be the exact same thing, but if you getting something, you're not being used. Period. You know, that's the quote of the day. Period. <laughs> For real. Okay. Dami, what's the word of the week? What's the word of the week? <laughs> okay, we have one. We have one um, black excellence person. Um, and I would like to honestly give our black excellence person to, um, hold on. I'm just bringing it up really quick. Trevor Noor. You know, oh, he is the yeah. host of The Daily Show. Mm-hmm. And I like, you know, he's South African. Yeah. And I like him because he always, you know, brings awareness to so many issues. Also, he's in satire comedy yeah. at the same time. So he did talk about the NSARS. While he was talking about the NSARS, you know, he made fun of, you know, the whole battle between Jalof and Ghanaian, you know, mm-hmm. Jalof, Nigerian and Ghanaian Jalof rise. But while also still educating people, he's one of those platforms that... He, well, people that use this platform the right way. Like, mm-hmm. yes, you're a comedian, so also provide jokes. That's he does the comedian yeah. thing. But with also whilst you providing well. news at yeah. the same time, right? So it's it's just a good balance. You know, and just as a proud African man, like he doesn't hide his culture at all. Um 
you know, I think it's just a beautiful thing to see a fellow African man, you know, you know, successful in the media on TV because, you know, things like that is too rare, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, he's just, he's doing well and he's just providing so much awareness and opportunities for fellow black people. So yes. he's our black excellence. Good job, Erica. That was great. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> nah, for real. All right, you guys. Let's get into music. music. Make me lose control. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I'm in the house. All right. So, um, let's talk about Versus. So, evidently, Versus is having a season two. So, oh, all of that okay. that we saw was season one. And now they're looking um, to go into season two. And beginning season two, they're throwing the idea of Buster Rhymes getting his own Versus. Okay. Um, now, Buster has been asking for a Versus for a little bit. But um, it seems like the person that he has called out in recent is T.I. Wait, Buster called T.I. out? Yes. He, wait, he was the one who called T.I. out? Yes. I, I think Buster, he's, he's way ahead of T.I. now. So that's what T.I. says. T.I. is saying that they're not in the same generation. They're um, not. Buster, damn near in the generation with Jay-Z. Yeah, for they, real, they, for they real. Because they even went to school together, too. Yeah, I think that, I do think that the, the generation overlapped. That might not be his freshman class, but I definitely think that they had songs out at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, who I would like to see Buster in verses, but who would you want to see him with? <sighs> Man, I don't even know. I don't. I'm not the right person to ask for that question. I- <laughs> <laughs> no, Buster. I like some of Buster's songs. I remember as a young kid because he used to make those funky videos and stuff, uh-huh. you know. Um, but I don't. I do not. I think about like who would it be? Like, I have who, like two options. Who? One is Missy. I think Buster and Missy. I think Missy would win, but I think Buster and Missy would be a nice combination just to hear those beats back to back off each other. And then I thought um, Buster and Fat Joe could also be a good combination. Okay, I feel like Missy should go with like like a producer. Yes, you know. But I like Missy's songs too. I do like her songs. I do. I don't know. I don't know. But I think about it. who do you think Ti should go with though? Um, Ti. I feel like anybody that really fits him, he would lose. It wouldn't be like a oh. great competition. I feel like Ti and Lil Wayne. We're in the same class and same, you know, category at a point. It's just that Wayne has been rapping since he was, like, 13. But I feel like that those peaks of their single careers. Because, you know, Wayne was in Hot Boys first. So, let's say when he went solo, that was around the same time. T.I. was, like, really popping, too. So, I feel like they had a individual rise that were, you know, mirroring of each other. But Wayne would watch him because... I mean, who was who, who was other Atlanta rappers there? Maybe that can go against... That could go against T.I.? Mike, what's that? Mike something? Mike who? Um, Big Mike. Is it Big Mike? Killer Mike? Killer Mike. Uh-uh. <laughs> he don't rap? I and mean, but... Yeah, but I don't think him and T.I. would even make sense. I don't it's know. Like he doesn't have enough know. to go against T.I. I don't know. Maybe T.I. I feel like they're the same... I, no, I, I don't even music. know. Yeah, I don't even know Killer Mike's music to say I that him either. and T.I. are... I, I don't know. Look at all them people in the trap museum. Pick one. Right, and you know, and it's y'all Gucci, are, wait, T.I. And, T.I. and Gucci. Gucci. That's, no, that, that's a good, because they're both that, and then I'm like, oh, I'm a king, whatever. T.I. and Gucci. Who you got, who you got, T.I. or Gucci? That's hard. That's actually kind of, yeah. yeah. You know, actually, I don't listen to Gucci much. You know, a few of his songs I know I like, I know, like, people really like him. Um, But, yeah, or oh, do you think T.I. and Luda? Mm-mm. Luda is before Luda, Luda and Nelly were good together. Oh, yeah, I forgot Luda went already. Yeah, I think T.I. and Gucci. Tia and Gucci is definitely a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. That that that's a that's a good one. Yeah, 
That's it. I busy waka flaka. Tia waka. Nah, boy, let that go. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. Yeah, that should bring the what but who would you what other artists would you like to see for the verses? I still I think that we still need to go global too. Like I do think that it's time to get some Latin or some Afro beats. Like I True. I did like when they went reggae. Yeah. And you know, I like the gospel was good too. So I think we can still expand. There's still so many R and B that we haven't touched. Yeah. What R and B artists would you wanna see? Maybe R and B artists from music the Soul Child. And who? And I love me some music. I love music so child. And music has some. He has some. He got good some good music. hits. Maybe like a D'Angelo or a, Ah, D'Angelo is early nineties. It's 90s. too early for when him. music came out. Um, I feel like music was like two thousand. Maybe a, a Jahim. Maybe Jahim and them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but music would win. But still, that's like yeah. Well, you know, Jahim got a couple little. Put your woman first. Yeah, you know, yeah. All of that. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, what else? So Ty Dolla Sign, he has an album out. Yes, called um, featuring Ty Dolla Sign, which I think is a, a good play off of. You know, there's a the thing about Ty Dolla Sign how his features are way better than his own album. Um, that's like a yeah. uh, like a like a little inside yeah. thing. So I think this is cute. Um, I've heard a couple of songs. They're cool. I, I think I'm just not like naturally like a huge Ty Dollar Sign fan. Right. But I am a fan of all his features. I ain't gonna stunt. I'm so. not gonna like definitely I am as well too. Cause he's like, oh yeah, that's Ty Dollar Sign. But yeah, to like listen to him stuff to his stuff, like buy him. Yeah, I don't I actually really don't. Exactly. Well. But hey, his album's out, stream it. Yep, yep, yep. Um Olabi Day. Olami Day dropped the new album called Carpe Diem. It's about a week or two old. Okay. Um and you know I like Olami Day. I felt like he definitely was bringing this like like gangster rap feel to to music for a minute, um, and then I just I felt like I haven't he hasn't been as mainstream as I wanted him to be, but I like him. I really do like Olami Day. So. Yeah, he's solid. Um, I know Small Doctor. He has a new song um, out called Sarasoke. You know Sarasoke came out mm-hmm. from the movement of N Stars. Um, so so I don't I, I know Small Doctor is also a Nigerian artist. He has like one of those like hits here and there and stuff. Um. Asha, she has a song called Nine Lives that is mm-hmm. out. Um, oh, Seven Streeter uh, with uh, featuring Davido. Oh, they have yeah. a song that came out um, earlier this month called Kisses. The video is also out as well. It's an okay song. It's a decent song. I feel like Davido is the artist that um, the American artists use to cross over. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. To get that little you know, Afro, entry. global, you know uh-huh. what I mean? Like, especially the artist, like, you know, seven that pop. He's exactly. like that Afro pop for sure. He definitely is. He definitely is. Um, so it is just, yeah, it's cool. It's cool to see what music is going to be like for, you know, winter and stuff. Right. Speaking of which, Certified Lover Boy is officially coming out in January. Oh, it's January now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. So a couple more months, y'all. Hopefully that's going to give us the right energy for 2021. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about some TV news. So Bad Hair came out on Hulu. Bad Hair is the horror film um, that is basically based off of like, um, the traumas that black people, especially black women, go through with our hair. Yeah. Um, and I watched it. It was cool. You know, Kelly Rowland is in it. Tika, uh, not Tika, um, Lena Waif is in there. Mm-hmm. Vanessa Williams mm-hmm. is in there. They, they do a pretty good job as well. Um, I would give it like a 7 out of 10. Oh, that's not bad at all. Yeah, I would give it like a 7 out of 10. I think it was pretty, it was definitely like a great um, take on this like black horror okay. genre. 
Did uh, you like it? I thought it was good. I, the only thing, my only complaint is that this when they tried to like include the horror elements, mm-hmm. I felt like it was that's when it became like cheesy because like the story behind it. And the eeriness of, like, a lot of the story was already there. But then I think, like, they added a concept of, like, the hair kind of taking over, kind of like a little shop of horrors, how the mm-hmm. plants takes over. That, and it made it, che- it, it was, like, cheesy. Okay. That was cheesy. But I feel like even based on, like, the adverts of the, yeah, the, it does seem like a cheesy horror. Like, yeah, it's not a it's real almost horror. like a satire horror. Exactly, exactly. Um, so, yeah, it, it's one of those. So, which is, it's, it's, it's a good watch. I'll probably watch it again just out of, like, maybe this weekend for Halloween, I'll watch it again just on, like, some... Okay. Halloween vibes. Oh, that's what I'll do for Halloween. I watch a bunch of black horror movies. Oh, that's a good one. Um, okay, so what's next on the list? So Quibi. So Quibi was supposed to be this new revolutionary um, streaming TV right, site right. Um, that, like, its whole niche was that it streams, like, five-minute or less videos. That was, like, its whole niche. Mm. Um, so Quibi was able to raise over a billion dollars. However, even though they have raised over a billion dollars, they are shutting down at the end of the year. And I feel like they only kept, they've been out for, like, a year or two. Yeah, and they had a lot, like, everybody had something with Quibi. Chance, yeah. Chrissy, like, yeah. so many stars. They just gave, like, money and checks to all these different people. But they said that... Um, the numbers basically was that only 70,000 people, so like 100,000 people did the free um, mm-hmm. code, and all of those people, 70,000 people stayed. It's all about the numbers. So, and mind you, we're talking about Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, all these people are doing hundreds of millions. So. It's all about the numbers. It's yeah. all about the numbers. Sorry, Quibi. That yeah. was a rise and fall of so, Quibi. So, um, David Letterman, he has a, it's a Netflix show, right? Yes. On Netflix where he interviews people. So, he had an interview with um, Kim K. How was that interview? It's great. So, yes, David Letterman does have this um, show. It's the third season. It's called um, oh. The Next Guest Needs No Introduction. Mm-hmm. Um, and this season was Kim Kardashian, Robert Downey Jr., Lizzo. Lizzo. I saw the Lizzo um, one. Yeah, and then and Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I watched the one with Kim Kardashian. And it's just, to me... I always like kind of hearing Kim in these different lights outside of the TV show. True. Um, because I think you just get to know her better as a person and as, like, um, why she's still relevant and how she finds herself in these spaces where it's like, who would have thought? Kim K, of all people, is, like, doing prison... It's, like, leading prison reform. She actually is. You know, like... She actually is. And, and she talked about that, and she said... Made a statement saying how... Um, you know, a lot of people said that if she steps in that White House, that will, like, destroy her reputation. And then she she says, well, and all I can think about is if I don't, these people will never get their lives back. Like, mm-hmm. this is, like, nobody else is fighting for them. Nobody hears their story. So she's mm-hmm. like, to me, it's like, what is my reputation to these people having a chance? Mm-hmm. And she was like, and it's like, yeah, Trump just so happens to be president. But that's, like, that's who I have to talk to. Um, and I think that a lot of Kim is a- admirable. Like, you learn... Her awareness. She also talks about how, like, yeah, definitely she grew up super privileged and unaware of people's problems. That's Mm -hmm. how she described it. Like, she's like, I definitely grew up and I was unaware of people's problems. And she said it wasn't until the first prison case that she had, the one where she's like, until, like, the woman. She said it wasn't until I read that story that I realized, like, damn, people have, like, real issues. And that woke her up. I think that's different between what I like between... I'm not a fan of the Kardashians in general, not anymore. But that's the, a good difference between her and Courtney. 
Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, you know, I, you tell, like, you know, yeah, Kim knows that she started off with Ray J, the sex tape, whatever, and she used it to our, to, to our advantage. Yeah. And she talks about how she was a wardrobe stylist for Paris, you know, Hilton and this and that, whatever. But, you know, she does take the time to be like, okay, let me also learn about other things. You know right. what I mean? Like, you don't necessarily have to go put yourself in poor neighborhoods, you know, to be aware about exactly. what other people are going through. You know what I mean? And she's you definitely using her voice, you know, the way she can. You know, especially with the fact that she has black kids too. I like that, you know, it, it's her also wanting to have another type of, an, a refined legacy for her children as well. Yes, you know, yes. and I think that's what she's doing. Because now we can't just say Kim K sex tape with Ray J anymore or Playboy or just booty fake. We can't just say that yeah. anymore. Like that's not just part of what Kim K. If you Google her, you see other things that she does You won't too. even see Dash anymore. Okay. Like you won't see none of that stuff. So um, shout out to her for that, actually. Shout out to her. Yeah, shout out to her. Armenian excellence. Okay, uh, last thing, um, Lovecraft Country, the fan finale was yes. like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it was awesome. I can't wait till season two. Um, you know, again, we talk about how like it could be a confusing show and just different things happen, but I, it just wraps up how everything comes together at the end. Does it? Okay, it, I'll it, finish. Oh yeah, I stopped at Jigaboo. Oh, the Jigaboo it, oh one. yeah, it definitely just comes back together because you know certain characters you're like, wait, what is this about? Yeah. Or why are they relevant? And you all like the very last episode, you're like. Oh, that's oh, why she's important. Okay. Oh, that's why they went through this. Um, it's just a good balance of, you know, talking about historical things, you know, and just also having that, like, you know, horror, little scary things in, mm. in there as well. It's, it's a good show. Like, I cried at the end a little bit. Um, so I think this is definitely one of those black shows you should definitely watch. Despite it being a black show, but it also is. It's, it's, a, it's an interesting sci-fi show. Yeah, it is. Okay, it definitely I definitely, is. I think, you know, I'll be getting triggered at different things. The Jigaboo thing, was, I just it was couldn't, scary though. I just couldn't yeah. get through that Jigaboo episode. Like, because people kept saying how scary it was. So every, it was soon, creepy, As soon yeah. as I seen them little uh, Piccadilly babies come out, I was like, yeah. oh, Lord. It, it definitely was creepy. The makeup was on point, because it's like, what? Yeah, um, just that, that whole episode was just powerful. Yeah, because that episode when they talked about Emmett Till. And yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, it talks even about the riot that happened in nineteen twenty one. It's just it's definitely powerful overall. Yeah. overall. So it's a good show. Um, but I think that's pretty much it that we have for our episode. Yes, amazing episode. Yeah, like this was a nice fun episode, and I'll just end the quote with what we started off with, and that's what what um, Sweetie said. She said, "If your man isn't buying you Birkins and paying your bills, then he is for the streets." Period. Okay, and this is cross culture. <laughs>